Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. On March 3rd, 2010, single mother Barbara Hamburg was found violently murdered near her home in the upper-class enclave of Madison, Connecticut. Investigators speculated her murder appeared to be a crime of passion. Without enough evidence, <clears throat> the case grew cold. This is a remarkable document, a remarkable document on many different levels. The, it's a documentary called Murder on Middle Beach, and the filmmaker is the son of the victim of this heinous crime. Uh, and it is now playing on HBO. Uh, right now, it started on November 15th, and there will be more episodes being released every week. But I want to introduce and welcome to the program, Madison Hamburg. Welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy thank, to be here. Yeah, thank you. This is a film that not only is it a journey for us as a, as a member of the audience, uh, it's a, but it's also watching you grow up. One of the things that I was struck by from the first film first footage that we see of you in this in this film series and now you've grown into this young man and it and I just I don't know I, I guess what I want to talk about with you in terms of murder on Middle Beach is your experiences going through this sort of what what have you been through but before before we get to that I think we owe it to our audience to sort of explain in your own terms why you made the film and really what we're talking about here yeah I'm, I mean I I started the the documentary pretty much because my mom died and I was a drug addict at the time. I was addicted to opiates and I took a year off from college and basically didn't want to accept a life without her. Got deep back into drugs really, really hard and ended up in rehab, came back to school once I was kind of like back on my own two feet. And I decided that like, if I wanted to face a world without my mom, I was going to just milk every last second of it, you know, just make the most of it, um, live without, you know, try and have no regrets, like take every chance I can. So it's weird to say that because I, when I came back to school, I didn't tell anybody what happened to my mom because there was like a, a weird sense of shame attached to the connotations around telling someone that my mom had been murdered. About three years after she died, I was a sophomore at film school, starting a, a documentary class. And I was going through the stage of grief where I, she was like fading from my memory. And it was really scary. And I was trying to hold on to that. And film has always been a, a coping mechanism for me. My parents told us that they were getting divorced the day before Christmas. And on Christmas, gave me a handy cam. And that was just my totally my escape. I was 11. And all throughout, you know, high school, I was in this thing called homeroom news. <laughs> and like my TV production teacher was my mentor. So turning to, to film when dealing with this loss and trying to retain the memory of my mom before it fades away completely from everybody's, you know, just the details from everybody's minds and memories. You know, this documentary really started as a way to kind of immortalize her and kind of find, you know, things I didn't know about her. But after I started asking questions, I realized that I was I was grieving someone that I didn't know because she had, you know, I was 18 when she died and she was 
she was so much more than the mother that I kind of like idolized and also used as a crutch. And, you know, she was like a human being, like a person. So the, the series really starts with that personal mission of discovery. And obviously there's these lingering doubts within my family. Something goes unsolved like this. It's really easy for us to connect dots, um, especially within my family. And it actually helps the grieving process to be able to say, okay, I can accept that this happened because in my head, this is why it happened. It left my family kind of destroyed with these ling- this lingering distrust between them. And I, I wanted to, when I started, I didn't really know why I was doing it. And I, I really wanted that to come through as we started editing it. We actually, our first episode didn't have any of the footage from 2013, <laughs> uh, our first pass of it. And that was a tough day. Cause I was like, the, part of the, the beauty of the material we have is, and what's unique about it is that it spans, you know, almost eight years. An audience deserves to see that. Yeah. Just like you're saying. Well, let we me, let me, let me ask you then, did, did your idea for making a film about your mom, did it morph into an investigation into her murder? Was that your intent from the beginning? How did sort of that become part of the, part of the film? I think that, I, I want to know wh- why my mom died. Like, that's why, that's definitely, obviously, a part of why I started it. And I, and I think that the pendulum swung towards an investigative perspective pretty heavily. We did, a, like, three rounds of, of shooting. We filmed in 2013. And then three years later, I got a grant to film in 2016. And then I partnered with HBO and Jigsaw and my amazing... Uh, EPs, Ron Neswaner, Netta Armian in 2019. So it's like these three-year gaps. And in 2016, the pendulum swung much more towards like the investigator. Like there's this kind of like two roles that I play, the the son and the family member, and then the investigative documentarian. That becomes like a central conflict (laughs) because there's something inherently exposing and exploitive about digging into something like this in a public way. Right. And I, it was really important for me to have the realization, that realization on camera when we were in post that we kind of, you know, make sure that we, we show that like, it's actually damaging to ask these questions. And like, there's these sacrifices that my family is making by choosing to be a part of this, then they may not even realize it at first. Before I started the documentary, I didn't tell anyone what happened to my mom, right? Because I, there was a weird connotation around telling someone that my mom had been murdered. I hope that by the end of it, we're to subvert those expectations within the true crime genre conventions and hopefully change the connotations around saying my mom had been murdered. Like I, I didn't want it to define me. I, I didn't want to be the kid whose mom got murdered. I wanted to be Madison. And I, this is my chance to sort of define it in my life. Well, from what I see in you and your relationship with the various family members, what I see in the film is in your in your nuclear family, your sister, your mom and your dad, you're the bridge builder. You're the guy, you're the person who goes who tries to keep everybody in the in the loop in terms of just that's the dynamic I saw watching you. Yeah. You're the person who reaches out, you're the person who tries to make sense of things and bring them into a family context. So on top of that sort of role that we, in some manner of speaking, we all 
fulfill some role in our family unit. There's some something that we do that no one else does. And that's what right. I saw in you. So I can imagine the burden in, in a kind of very, very immediate psychological way of you also being the person to tell the stories, which you know in your mind are going to be interpreted in any number of ways by any number of people who are going to be a part of this. Am, right. am, is that? No, it's, it's really crazy that you say that because what comes to mind is my, my mom was that for my family. Yeah. And as like, and I think it's like a matriarchal thing within my family. Right. You know, my great grandmother was like, you know, the matriarch Graham, Barbara, <laughs> the first Barbara, then my grandmother, we all would have, you know, holidays at my grandmother's farmhouse. And then it, it was my mom, all the holidays would be at our house. And it kind of got passed down to the Barbaras. They're all, you know, there's four Barbaras in my family, including my sister, my mom was kind of next to mine. So when she died, there, there wasn't that like, I don't want to like talk myself up, but there wasn't that, it felt like there wasn't that glue uh, between our, our family, like our extended family dynamic. And it's really interesting too, because it's the one place where my dad and my sister will like be together uh, in my series. You know, it's the one place where all these family members will be together. It is kind of, it's really interesting the, the way that you put that because it's like by asking these questions and it was one of the reasons that I really wanted to have my dad's voice as a part of the series. It's a, it's the one place where everyone is kind of, kind of together. It's kind of interesting to think about it like that. Yeah, no, I, I, that's what I kept coming back to this kind of, this is such a, as I said, a multi-layered kind of enterprise for you personally and for your family. And, but what we see in the public, what we're seeing on HBO is is the, the finished product, right? We're seeing the film. We're seeing, and oh, we're, yeah. we're peering into this kind of fishbowl of, of a family. Um, and so for you, I, I can only imagine the sort of machinations that you would be considering as you're going through all of this. And that's why, that's why I asked that question. I do want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with Madison Hamburg, and he is the director as well as the producer of the HBO documentary film series called Murder on Middle Beach. It is, it is currently on uh, HBO right now as we speak, and there'll be more episodes being released as we move forward. Having said all that with some trepidation, I, I would like to discuss sort of the, the, the broad outlines of your family's history here. In addition sure. to your mother's murder, you uncover some things that I can imagine you probably never would have known about had you not embarked on this project. Yeah. I don't know if, how much detail I want to, I'm comfortable talking about in this, but <laughs> there's, there's just in terms of just sort of telling the story, there are, there are a lot of different roads to travel here. Yeah. And in, in terms of just how you were, how you were uncovering this, this, these things about your family, how much of a yeah. surprise or how much, I mean, just what, what did you think as you're going through this? I grew up very sheltered and very privileged. I, my dad was like a multi-millionaire in Atlanta. Everything started to fall apart when my family, when my parents got divorced. And that was my first like introduction into there being things that, you know, that are just kind of below the surface and beyond my bubble that I was living in. And I, I got kind of addicted to like finding out the sort of um, backstory to all of my family members you know, whether or not it's in the series. And there's things that I've found out that will never be in the series. Um, but it's, 
I think like just like the biggest part of it was was that my mom was like a, a human being and that like the perfect community I grew up in the perfect family was just like inherently conflicted. That is the one thing you reach a point in your life when you see your parents as somebody, if you met them on the street, what would your impression of them be? How would you, right. how would you think of them? And that's a moment that all of us have come to at some point or another being around our parents, who are they? And I think yeah. we're, we're, you're, what's, I think that's what you're describing, right? I think it was also a little bit of a leap of faith for me because I was opening up the possibility that my mom was not like as great as I thought she was. I would have hated to have ended up finding out that she she was evil in any way or, you know, just like, and it was kind of scary. It was, that part was very scary. The other part that's also scary is like not knowing what why my mom was killed or who did it and asking these questions, like the, it could render a result where I could have found out that it was someone that I love. And what do you do in that situation? And what, what would my mom want? If I came to the conclusion that someone close to me, just for purely hypothetical, that someone close to me, like my sister, was responsible for her death, like, I don't know that I would act on it. And I don't know if that I would include in the film. And it's like, and, and it's like, and if that's on camera, like, how the hell, how the hell do I like protect that from getting out there? And would my mom want that? And what is justice at that point? The thing about murder on Middle Beach, it's one of the most emotionally involving documentary series I've seen, certainly wow. for all the reasons you're describing. And you're the reason. Uh, is because I, you can see your conflict in this film. You can see how, how it plays out. But no one can accuse you of not trying to do the right thing. No one can say that you didn't try to make sure that everyone in your family has an idea of the totality of all of your lives. And, and uh, I found it to be just a remarkable, remarkable film. So thank you um, so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. I, I, uh, I hope you continue to make films. You have, you have the empathy and you have the technical skill to be a, an, an outstanding filmmaker. So I hope you continue on your journey as well. So I definitely will. Good. Well, I I, uh, I want to thank you for your time and thank you for your work and um, all of the things that you've been through. You uh, you have you have earned the right to be happy. So I hope you are in a good place in your own life wow. and moving forward. So thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah, thank you. It's like the Hammond. nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. So. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. For, yeah. uh, that's very kind of you to say. The film, again, is Murder on Middle Beach, and it's an HBO documentary film series. It is currently running on HBO. There's at least one episode, I believe. Our second episode is about to be released. So uh, come back when you've got a new uh, project, Madison Hamburg. I'll, I'll look forward to it. Absolutely. Thank Thanks you. for having me. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Music